and welcome to Colour Out the Box. And I'm your host, Mo. And I'm your other host, Jay. And this is our 17th episode. Yes, we're and getting there. Yeah, and today we've actually got a special guest with us. Yes, another very special guest. The lovely Dial. Well, introduce yourself, Dial. <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Dial. Um, similar to the girls, I'm uh, British and Nigerian, but actually born and lived in London, but okay. lived in Nigeria for a little bit as well. And uh, do you guys want to know more? Yeah, yes, yes, we do. Science undergraduate, uh, history of management consulting, big four consulting in the city of London, doing data and analytics. So I'm also a woman in tech. Oh, tech, nice. we love women in tech. And I met you, Daya, because I slid into your DMs I on know, Instagram. We, 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 met on the, we met on the internet. I was like, I slid in her DMs. Like... Connections on the Insta. Oh, how millennial of you guys. Exactly. It's actually very yeah. modern. A lot of people are yeah. meeting through social media, which is one of the good things, actually, quite yes. like about it. So I'm that person that I quite like um, reaching out to other women that mm. are doing like amazing things. And one of those, and one of the, what are the reasons, why did I slide into your DMs, as we said? No, exactly, because, um, so I have a business Instagram account, quick plug, it's at AfriClick. Yes. A-F-R-I click, C-K. Yeah. And what happened, I think, Mo, you reposted mm. a quote of mine, because what we do through AfriClick is, in essence, we give daily relationship motivationals mm. and advice and okay. I guess really part of me starting the account I don't know it was to kind of be more efficient right. I spend hours every week giving people dating and relationship advice yeah so now when people call me I literally say there's Go a to quote my Instagram. Them, there's a quote for you on AfriClick go and read <laughs> just two weeks ago go mm. and scroll so so are you like a relationship <laughs> advisor um yes I'm matchmaker. a matchmaker I would say I'm a dating expert right, and yeah. you know, sort of to, you know, sort of to qualify and caveat, I'm not a marriage counsellor or mm. marriage expert. Like I'm one of those, I can, if you want to get the guy or get the girl and keep them, I'm your person. That is, I need to speak to or you. Or if you need yeah. to leave them because oh, some, sometimes, right, yeah. sometimes, sometimes you got to leave someone. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. sometimes some people need to get out as well. Yes. But no, absolutely. Um, at least I would say 12 solid years for both men and women. Oh, wow. amazing. And I, one, I think one of the good things about AfriClick is it's targeted at the, you know, African diaspora. Mm -hmm. So it makes it stand out a little bit. It's something that's tailored to like people like us, basically. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So the sort of official term is, so AfriClick is a social discovery app mm. for people of African and Caribbean descent. Nice. Now, in essence, what social discovery means is that this is an app that will allow people like us to connect through our culture. And that could be that you're just looking for friendship yeah. or it could be that you're looking for networking or looking for dating yeah and you know whether it's a slightly more casual dating or being mm. serious dating so you know in essence i was inspired to create it i guess it was sort of two-pronged i realized that i had a very different experience dating in london mm. as opposed to dating in lagos mm. very different <laughs> yeah okay even i want to know more about that. <laughs> i don't know yeah and which one exactly i would advise to do right and i was like wow why is it so much easier in lagos and right. i realized the big part of it was just numbers mm. oh it's just, a numbers game well they were just they're just you know obviously 180 million you know we're segmenting down to yeah. a certain tier of the population but I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but one of them was just also sort of the, the numbers. And yeah. then, you know, typically when I do speak to, whether it's Nigerian professionals or even like Caribbean professionals in mm. London, mm -hmm. the one thing we hear time and time again, you know, we hear the women saying, there's not enough professional men, mm. but I very also- Very true, very mm -hmm. true. <laughs> but we also hear the men saying, oh, there's, you know, there's not enough girls or there's not enough kind of good girls. And we can sort of dig into that stuff okay. more. But, you know, part of me wanting to create this was, you know, I just kind of saw, I just figured, you know, if you're Muslim, if you're Chinese, if you're Hindu, if you're Sikh, yeah. they've all got solutions where That's they can true. come together and meet each other. Yeah. And I was like, 
where is the where is the solution where's the us, african you know? caribbean mm. and we know there's yeah. power in networking Absolutely. whether it's because of business whether it's because yeah. of friendship or because of dating so yeah, that, that's what we're creating i really? love that so we're gonna we're, um, we're gonna make sure we put your details um, for the Instagram account. Yes, because so I'm sure a lot of people are like, you. absolutely. Where do we find this woman? Yes, absolutely. yeah. We're gonna put it in our podcast description so mm-hmm. everyone can find you as well. And I definitely, I think it, it's quite nice to have something that's tailored a little bit more because you have like the big dating and or connection the mainstream type, ones. Um, yeah. And yeah. it because it's so because it's everybody gosh. exactly. You, it's nice that it's something that's actually tailored towards us. Yes. It's yeah. all about curation now. Mm. I think that's kind of the way the, the industry is going. So whether exactly if it's an e-harmony or a match, and don't get me mm. wrong, like, you know, those solutions mm. work. I know people who have got married through, you know, Nigerians who have got married through e-harmony and match. Mm. But yeah. it, it's a very broad pool and there isn't much kind of characterization, like what type of person I'm going to find. So, you mm. know, within AfriClick, you know, we're sort of saying our tagline is meet ambitious like-minded people because i find with all of us we're all walking around saying oh i just want to meet someone like me yeah Mm. exactly and so we just know this is like a community where uh pre-registrations are open now and you know in essence people will have to apply to join oh so okay not just anyone we'll, we'll do kind of so just a, a bit of a screening process. a bit of yeah, screening yeah. so you get yeah. some quality quality control on both sides <laughs> good <laughs> i like that well it so sounds well. really exciting and i think what we'll probably have to do is when you're fully launched um dial is actually invite you back on yeah. and Absolutely. you can yeah. just give us a bit of an update um, yeah, how so. things are going but as i said in the meantime guys that like, you do want to find out information just go to um dial's instagram page at africlick um and exactly. do you have a website yet absolutely so you can find us at africlick.com africlick.co.uk nice. you can follow us on twitter and also on meetups and also on instagram okay so, yes. Good. Yeah. so we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back Okay, and welcome back to Colour Out The Box podcast. Um, and now we're getting into our main topic of discussion. Um, and Dior, I'm going to throw it over to you. Yeah. What are we talking about today and why? Perfect. So today we are talking about dating and relationships. Particularly because, so with AfriClick, while we're developing the app, something we're doing is we're not just connecting people mm. online. We mm. also connect people offline. Okay. And something we have done and we will continue to do is we have uh, in London panel discussion events and then networking events. So in essence, like I believe that true connections happen over conversation so for me I kind of thought I just don't want to do networking and get everyone in a room I'm like no let's get in a room but let's Let's get people talking yeah Yeah. let's ask them whether it's the hard questions or the fun questions about dating and relationships because I think if you want to end up happy with someone in my experience Mm. it's not just enough to bring the two people together right oftentimes like shit still goes wrong yeah exactly i'll set up a guy and a girl and i'll be like i know you guys are perfect for each other then you meet up afterwards and they're like oh Mm. uh, that kind of thing so um so in essence something i had because i'm actually i didn't mention earlier i also study part-time at university college london so this was actually a joint co-branded event between africlick and uh university college london okay. Black minority okay. ethnic wow. society yeah bme yeah. society uh, yeah for short. Them. yeah so all right awesome so in essence this was in uh this was back in spring city of london spitalfield so of mm-hmm. course we can get like all the professionals coming from work cause, yeah you know, we're, we're all, <laughs> we all are professionals yeah yes. we're all looking yeah. for professionals and in essence we i set up two panels the first panel was sort of london's top uh dating and relationship experts mm. so uh say for example and shout out to team swodel don't know if you guys do you follow any of the youtube couples so manuel and swode they're like content creators they have like i awesome... i looked it after you sent me the yeah, audio yeah, yeah. they're yeah. not the ones who, was that the one where he was crying at his wedding no not him. no but the mm. similar okay. yeah. similar kind of genre but they yeah. just have like an awesome youtube channel and they're just kind of all about I don't want to say black love, but yeah, yeah. Black yeah. Black say it. Why yeah. say no, black no, love? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we're pro black club exactly that's just all about black club and mm. actually um i think so that she's expecting so she may have uh, had a baby she was pregnant oh, wow. she, they were pregnant when they came mm. for the panel but either way so you know we had sort of real life youtube content creators yeah. we also had uh people who hold matchmaking events people who siobhan who does private match making just kind of uh, different mm. people and then mm. on the second panel the theme is ask the guys yeah so, i love that one by the way because that was really interesting mm. so, i felt like the guys held back at first but then they let it all out they kind of warmed, <laughs> yeah. kind of warmed up a, a little bit so the idea there was i wanted to get a panel of professional black men and encourage them to speak honestly about dating and relationships okay. now some of the men on the panel were single some yeah. were dating and some right. were married okay so it's a good mixture yeah, yeah because yeah. I really believe that too many women are taking dating advice from single men. Yeah. Right, right. Or other single women, to be mm. honest. Beg your pardon? Other single women. I don't think taking relationship advice from other single women rather than people that have actually men who have made the commitment exactly yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's like, like the blind leading the blind yeah. thank you exactly. <laughs> you know absolutely you know absolutely and mm. i feel you know i'm not an advocate of single guys sitting back saying oh here's how you can get me here's what you mm. need to do no let's talk to men who have already been through the journey right. who already made the commitment let's learn what signs to look for do i keep investing do right. i yeah. you know, pull out or whatnot mm. so that was the kind of a uh, concept behind it Okay, okay, brilliant. So, so we're we gonna listen to yeah. So something? we we we've taken some of the audio actually from the panel discussion. So I think the first discussion was about um, relationship checklist. Okay, so the first topic we're gonna look into the question is: Is your relationship checklist too long? Probably yes, but let's <laughs> listen. Going <laughs> to the um, participants, and they were asked to put together a checklist. And the first question is. Is your checklist, your relationship checklist too long? And in that checklist, most people said, in order of preference, personality one, looks two, ethnicity three, religion really four, and profession five. So the question is to the panelists, is the checklist too long? Murad, would you like to start us off? Um, I wouldn't say the checklist is too long, but for my personal preference, I do have a long checklist myself. Um, I feel like there isn't, is in, is, is, uh, people are always questioned or forced to have low, low standards. I think it's good to have high standards for the person that you're looking for. So for me personally, I'm very ambitious, I'm diligent, hardworking. That's what I like to have because you need to have a clear reflection of you. You would see it in the person you're looking for. And also manners, not just for yourself, but for the parents above. I feel like that is a crucial factor that your partner should have as well as you should have yourself. So. Thank you, Murad. Anyone else wants to comment? Uh, yeah, I would say that if it were just those sort of five things, clearly, then that wouldn't be too long because you have to look at the different sort of um, categories per se. But being a matchmaker myself, I do have people come to me with very long checklists sometimes, and I always have to narrow it down to some extent to what are your real non-negotiables? And that's what I kind of ask the question is. I mean, you have to ask yourself, you know, why have you put those things down? Um, for example, for me, I mean, I, I think of it like I mentioned in the beginning about friendship being really important in a relationship. So when choosing a friend, how many things do you actually look for in a friend before you decide that person could be your friend? A lot of people will actually entertain friendships that are not very healthy with people who don't, for example, share the same values as you. So for me, I think that um, values is the number one thing that people should look for and they don't often even mention. But when I say values, you know, that, that is the thing which really actually is the glue of the relationship because if you both have the same values, then when there's things like conflict arises, you know, you're actually going to be able to better communicate and understand one another because you have the same values. So you don't have to have the same kind of personality, for example, one of you may be quite shy and reserved, the other may be really bubbly and outgoing, that's great because actually you can kind of balance each other out. So, you know, there's also that kind of aspect of when you talk about better half, looking for someone who perhaps there might be areas where you even lack. So, you know, yes, okay, you want someone that's equally ambitious, but also don't just look for someone based on the status because where someone is right now doesn't mean that's where they end up. 
you know, and that's a real strong thing because that's what people always seem to look for. You know, someone with the status, they've got to have their own home, they've got to drive a nice car, they've got to have a great job, they've got to have degrees. But when all that comes away, who's the person that you're talking to at the end of the night? Who's the person you can confide in who's going to be a supportive partner? You know, those are the kind of things that you really should look for. But um, I won't go into too much depth. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, I agree with, with all of that. Um, but what I'd also say is that anything that's on your checklist has to be really important to you. It shouldn't be something that you're putting on because that's what your friends think is important. That's what you see on social media. That's what your parents are thinking is important because if you try to put everybody's criteria on that list, you're not going to find that person. So, yeah, I'll say something that's really important to you and is, like I said, non I, I think it was a really good question to ask, like, what is your relationship checklist mm. i must say when i first listened to it i thought everyone's being quite a little bit pc at first <laughs> no thing you know is about personality and being a good person yeah yeah we get that mm. but i think it is actually good to ask yourself that because i think one of the things that i ask myself is what do i need versus to what i actually want and i think that's probably things that you have to tangent yourself with in terms of, okay, this is what I think I want versus yeah. this is actually what I need for myself as a person. Mm -hmm. um, and I liked it that someone, I think, touched upon, you know, sometimes the outside factors that influence your choices, like your parents, um, in terms of what you're looking for in somebody. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, the same, I think. So the question was, is, the check, is your checklist too, too long? long? Yeah. And I think... Definitely, if, if we all went through a checklist, it would it would just be too long. It would be more our wants mm. and desires instead of actually what you need. Do you think as you've gotten older, it's gotten shorter or longer? To be, fa to be fair, I've never had a long checklist. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Um, I, think I think I might disagree. <laughs> no, seriously, I think there's about five okay, essential tell us things. what's on your checklist. So, I've always said stability... Okay. Um, someone who's reliable someone who is interested in the world so that so mm -hmm. and i i've used that as a general okay. term for like travel stuff outlook, like on, life. outlook on life sociable mm -hmm. um so values does he believe in god oh okay so religion is also yeah. on your checklist yes and yes. also yeah. someone that's what, four four god. and someone that's over five foot seven I know that's on your checklist. Well, no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sorry, I'm exposing her business now. I think, no, so maybe that fits into, so my fifth thing was always someone I'm attracted to. Oh, okay, someone you're attracted to. That's and you're only attracted to tall men, or tallish, non-short men. Yes. So that's six yeah. things. Yeah. No, it's fine, like, if, it? if I bring you a five foot five, loves travelling, Yeah. Uh, good... Christian or Catholic yeah. man who's good looking, you're gonna say, Dio, he's not tall enough. Tall enough. Yeah. So that's, that's six, that's six things. I'm still trying to deal with the whole yeah. height thing. <laughs> I, I, I need to overcome that. Yeah. But so because we, I'm a tall woman, though. So we believe your checklist is six. What if, <laughs> yeah. okay, let's now make this guy, let's make him tall enough. Yeah. What if, uh, what if he was a tradesman? What if he was a plumber? He doesn't even own a plumbing firm, but he's reliable. <laughs> you show that to She's that laughing job. because we he literally had this conversation um, yesterday. We were at a barbecue, and I, I asked her like, "Oh, what if he was an assistant mechanic? Like, would that Daddy be okay?" <laughs> she mechanic, the assistant. Yeah. The assistant. So you're saying if he's what if he's a plumber and or an assistant, to be but fair. he has all these other qualities. Yes. Yeah. And he's as you said, he's, he's reliable. Tall. Then that's fine. I would and actually be up for that. That's a job sure. for life. Plumbers, yes. And then some yes. start earning some good money these See, days. See, Daya's so. looking at me like, are you sure? Checking. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Have you ever dated anyone that's, that's a tradesman? A tradesman? I've dated a, what do you, what do I call him, a painter? I think he was a painter. Okay, yeah. painter does yeah. Okay, so yeah. You're, and I was like, like I was a student at the time. Oh, oh you see. Yeah. Okay, so, well, that, that was kind of good. <laughs> that, then, we're going to scratch... Jay's looking a bit uncomfortable, so let's move on. <laughs> but um, I liked when one of I've the panelists... on the spot. Exactly. I liked when one of the panelists um, talked about your search for a friend in terms mm. of, like, or the qualities you look for in a um, prospective friend. Right. And yeah. applying that same kind of approach to when you're looking for a partner. But do we actually have requirements for friends? 
in a very conscious way not in a conscious way but i think there are things that your friends are not maybe always the same as you but they Mm -hmm. have qualities that balance you out yeah and i think that in your partner that's what you're looking for right yeah, I, I was, wasn't was sure about that statement because I was yeah. like, well, actually, my friends, I don't really have a requirement check for that. But maybe it's a subconscious one. Because yeah. you'd be yeah. surprised, I'm sure, over the course of your life, there's certain friends that you've maybe lost touch with and has faded mm. away. And when you look back retrospectively, you know when some people say, oh, we grew apart. Yeah. 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 They didn't have yeah. the qualities yeah. that you were looking for. Yeah. yeah, in a subconscious kind of way. Mm. Yeah. If we are really the measure of five people we spend the most time as they say yes yeah but i suppose the question is is the checklist is our checklist too too long long. and i think as women we're probably a little bit guilty of having this Mm. long list of things of wants as i said versus actual needs shall we listen to the second clip yes let's do that um for me personally i noticed that people conflate um checklist with desires and I think um, sometimes people say for example um, I would like my partner to be XYZ and um, they tend to meet someone and I think there's a a level of desperation that does come with some people where you just badly want to be in a relationship and they're looking at a guy who is unemployed he doesn't do anything he he's not really serious about anything and then they're thinking oh five years from now he's going to be, well, without showing you anything whatsoever, he's going to be the next junior professor of something. I'm like, well, how is he going to do that when he's not even at the, you know, the basic level? So I think with checklists sometimes, um, a lot of people tend to sort of force someone to be what they want them to be. And sometimes it's because we sit down and think about ourselves. Maybe you think three years ago I wasn't perfect, but as you said about values, maybe your value at that time was you may have gone through a horrific incident and so maybe you lost your confidence and you were building yourself back. But you might just meet someone who is just not serious and that's just not what they're willing to give you. And you're going to keep sort of forcing them to like, oh, you know, why do we go cooking together and things like that. So I think when it comes to like checklists, as you said, it's to strip it down to the most basic things. For me, the only three things you should really have on your checklist. One, as you said, is values. Values are very important. So if you're a compassionate person, you don't want the type of person who finds it funny to maybe see a homeless person and make jokes and post it all over social media. Um, second thing as well is um, an understanding, a cultural understanding, simply because I've seen with certain friends, like it's not even on a racial level, but just even um, from different communities where they just totally have very different values and then both of them are living in a household and the children kind of grow up um, with no real understanding because that's the only way they could come to a compromise. And I think the last one is having um, the equal ambition. And I use my parents in, as an example because when my mum met my dad, he didn't have a lot, but he was very ambitious. And with that, they were able to have such a very nice blended family and do what they had to do for us. So I just think that those are three things that you should look for. All the material stuff that we see on social media, i.e. these Instagram couples, believe me, a lot of them are renting out apartments to take pictures, they're owing so much money. Like, it's, it's really not what you think it is, but I see a lot of people look at that and say, well, you want someone who is gonna kind of do that with you. Plus, most of those guys, five years time, they'll have someone else there. Thank so. you very much, Esther. Uh, right, so that was interesting. Mm. She was quite. She had quite a lot of she, views. She had <laughs> she quite she had quite a lot to say, and what I want to pick up from that is the. I think she was trying to talk about interracial dating. I guess that you know, dating within different communities and I don't having know if that. It was interracial. I think it or, was more about culture. So like. Well, you culture could, is, is like uh, say different. for example, Jamaica and Nigeria. Okay, yeah. in that sense, right? That's so, her parents' background. Oh, okay. So, like, if you're like, so like African culture, I yeah. kind of saw it as that, like that. So but the different suppose, cultures, yeah. yeah, yeah. I sort of saw, saw it as different cultures coming mm. together, mm. like having that on a checklist. So I thought that was quite interesting. Mm. Very, very strict, isn't mm. it? Um, to have that, I don't know if. If, if that's something I have on my checklist, um, I don't know. Mm. See, for me, it is something that's quite important to me. Mm. And I definitely think it would be on my checklist in terms of someone who has a similar culture mm-hmm. and background to me. So 
me being Nigerian. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to be Nigerian, but definitely he'd probably be of African descent Mm -hmm. to understand how my family and setup works. Right, yeah. Um, One of the interesting things that I think she's talked about was um, conflating um, desire versus um, what you actually need. And we kind of touched on it previously. Mm. And I do think that's a really, really important thing to understand, like, okay, but then she also talks about being so desperate to be in a relationship, like, you know, <laughs> you just, you'll be with anyone. So then that's when yes. the checklist kind of goes out goes the window. Goes out the door, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's an interesting uh, perspective. And I think with Diane particularly, um, just to give you know, her a short entry with them, her organisation is mm. a Ladies' Lounge. Okay. So they're pretty much London's largest, most consistent uh, events company. So she right. regularly does... Uh, networking and uh, speed dating events targeting okay. African and Caribbean professionals so I think with her she just she sees a lot of those dynamics yeah. I mean, in terms of my takeaway from this because in the run up to the event and um, sort of pre the event we I carried out some research and so where this question was is your relationship checklist too long mm. we surveyed lots of people men and women and we gave them a choice of ethnicity uh, personality or character okay, okay look stroke attraction religion profession and education and so they all answer the question to give these all rankings in terms of importance okay good and Mm. people really struggled yeah so people generally came out and they said i all of these get the top ranking as being the most important. Yeah, I'm even struggling to think like what I would to, to, to put that, as number one. Between those five things you've just yeah. mentioned. Yeah, because wow. they're all really important. I'm surprised some of them are top ranking. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Ah. Religion surprised me. That's that's top ranking. So I, I agree with that, but yeah. I'm surprised ethnic, ethnicity yeah. is top ranking. But we've discussed this before. For you, you're quite open. Yes. Whereas yeah. I'm probably, to be honest, quite narrow in terms of I mm. know there's a particular type of person that I'm looking for. Ethnicity ranked uh, very highly. And I think my, my takeaway from all of this is just, um, I mean, I think definitely, and I'll speak on men and I'll speak on women as well. I was surprised that uh, looks and attraction ranked so highly because the advice I always give is that if you are so set on everything else, right. religion, education mm. and all of that, then maybe be prepared to sacrifice the looks Ah, out of all of those other things. But uh, people wouldn't let go of that. And something I find typically, um, especially when I give, when when, when guys come to, you know, speak to me about dating and whatnot, a theme that I see with a lot of uh, black men is that they'll come and tell me how they're having a bad experience with a girl that they're dating. Right. Um, like, okay, fine, I'll give one example, of course, mentioning no names, where this guy, you know, he was seeing a girl and, you know, perhaps she wasn't the most emotionally stable. And okay, probably... so she was crazy. Not just something... No, 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 That's no, not, not the right word. Oh, sorry. Because we know for not every... emotionally stable, sorry. For sorry. every crazy woman, <laughs> yeah. nine times out of ten, there is a crazy-ass man in the back that has driven her to that. That's, I completely agree. But, but we're yeah. calling her crazy, so let's just be clear. Let, yeah. let, let me explain what she did and then you <laughs> okay. can So the kind of the lowest low point of the relationship was when he was at her place, mm. you know, they'd hooked up. Um, hanging out mm-hmm. and he basically casually went to the fridge to get himself a drink and he basically found his tied up condom inside the fridge okay so my eyes just went <laughs> like she preserved the sperm and tied it and kept it in the fridge so he, he came and he told me this and of course is this a real story but I'm what, not going to mention his name, but yes. I, I have absolutely, questions. Absolutely. I'm, I'm like, literally like... So I'm, this I'm is like an episode of Being Mary Jane. Let's not <laughs> I know, and I don't actually watch it, but that's what yeah, somebody, said, somebody yeah, else somebody yeah. else said. So he saw it. So then he now told me. And so, of course, I advised him and I was like, I told him you need to distance yourself because I said, this is the type of woman that don't let her push you to the point where maybe you physically strike out and then police yeah, come and you yeah. ruin like your whole future because of you know this mm. and do you know what he still went back and hit that mm. and she I was really attractive was wasn't she and he was like that she was hot and something <laughs> I she's see, crazy something I I really see a theme with a lot of um, and I'm going to generalise um, and I'm not and I'm not saying that other men of other cultures and colours don't have mm. this but you yeah. know I am black focused 
where they will initially be driven to a woman and drawn to her because of looks, looks right. and clearly at the sacrifice of other things mm. but the thing is though i would say to her, it's like if you're in a situation where you're out and you see somebody the first thing you are going to see is them their physical appearance their mm-hmm. looks so and then you'll decide whether you want to get to know them here's what i would say to that is that absolutely yes when we're going through mm. the motions but to close the tail on this particular guy and many other guys they then come and tell me dial i don't date black women anymore because uh, i have bad experiences because with black they think it means crazy and ones. then when we dig into these bad experiences <laughs> right. yeah i'm like what drove you there was only looks, looks and then now yeah. you're using some bad experiences to you know and they'll all you know he'll tell you know the guy will tell me about another girl oh she used to she never believed him whenever he said where he would be. Oh, okay. And then to the point where one day she turned up like like in the square mile in the city of London <laughs> to to be like, Oh, what are you doing? And I was wow. like, Look, does this girl have a job? Like if she understands if she understands when you say I am at Bank Tube Station, if you know what Bank Tube Station is about, you will know there's not much you can get up to there. And he yeah. was like, Well, you know, she didn't she wasn't really up to much with her life. And I'm uh, like, exactly, how did we get here? So to your point, exactly, we could all be driven by looks. But when men are being driven so much by looks and I suppose the looks can only the looks can get you to the introduction but it's about okay once you're getting to know that person mm. if they're a bit crazy or not your intellectual match then why are you staying there yeah, yeah. Just looks looks are superficial number one I, I don't I think it should think be you, top ranking but I still think attraction attraction is different because yeah, you yeah. can be attracted to somebody who is who isn't actually good but looking I suppose attraction is a combinational thing because attraction yes. can be personality because as well as time actually the, more attractive yeah, the last relationship someone, right? I've had that was actually a meaningful relation I wasn't initially attracted to him uh, like it wasn't looks it wasn't looks it was just his personality but then, but that I the thought was interesting. Grew, but I think yes. where it doesn't grow, I don't yeah. think the relationship can go any further. If you're not attracted to somebody, yeah, I don't yeah. Think you, you have to be... find something. Whether yeah. if it's not looks, you have, there has to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So we're gonna move on to our next topic, um, which is okay. the big one. So big one, Daya. What are we gonna talk I about? I <laughs> am going to introduce this question very slowly and carefully because right. it really kicked off at the panel discussion yes so <laughs> the question was do we by we we mean afro-caribbean african Caribbeans, right. do we tolerate infidelity more than other Ooh, cultures do we now mm. i will say it again do we tolerate infidelity it's more? not that do we accept do it's, we tolerate or do we cheat it's not more do we cheat more yeah yeah we're just saying that when the cheating happens, happens yeah. do we tolerate it more and I think the reason why you're really emphasising the question is that I think there was some maybe interpretations during mm. the panel discussion of what the question was. Yeah. But <laughs> misinterpretation. You clarified. And I, wasn't in, and I wasn't in the room to correct it. So okay. you clarified that question. So <laughs> let's have a listen. Just because of time, I'm so sorry. Um, the next question. Uh, the, the next question is, uh, and this is a bit of a loaded question. Do we tolerate infidelity more than other cultures? Who's we? Yeah, that's a great, yeah, who's we? (laughs) Elaborate, please. Right. Two points. I just asked the questions, I don't write them. (laughs) So... And then the second point is, yes, as black people, do we, <laughs> we, yes, do we tolerate infidelity on both sides more than other cultures? Are we accepting of it? Do we, do we, do we think that it will happen uh, at one stage in the relationship or, or that? I mean, can you what, what really, do you guys think? <laughs> sorry, can you really categorize um, infidelity on like a nation of people that are black? It doesn't, do you know what I mean? A person is a person. A person's gonna cheat if they want to cheat. Is it just black people? I think everybody can cheat, regardless if you're black or not. I don't think that the black society or black people cheat any less than white people or Asians. I think it's human beings, literally. Maybe we should make it in terms of Nigerians. 
Oh no. <laughs> hey. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. Sorry. Can I? Can I? Do you know? Can I? House rules. Wait, wait. Can I? Can I? Can I go back? Can I go back to the house rules? The house is impartial. I think. There was an article, I can't remember where I saw this article that said most inf infidelity happens in Nigerians or Yoruba men or whatever. Um, but I think culturally speaking, being Nigerian myself, I can't speak for everyone. <laughs> um, but I think coming from the Nigerian culture, it's more acceptable um, for men to cheat. I think it's a social thing about it that, oh, as a man, you should have a girlfriend. Um, my father had three wives where he was allowed to marry more than one wife. So I think it's changing, but some people think it's okay. I don't personally think it's okay. And coming from that background as well, I know what it's like to have different mothers and different personalities. I don't know what it must have been like for my stepmom because my mom was the second wife. Now, if I was the first wife and my husband told me he was going to marry somebody else, I would not want that for my family. Um, but I think, socially speaking, in Nigeria, I think for certain generation, it is acceptable. And you will hear people's parents saying, it's, you know, that's what men do, that's what men do. But it's changing. And religion is also helping that to let people know that actually it's not acceptable, you know, for a man to cheat on you and treat you anyhow. You, need, you deserve better. So Thank I can you. only speak based on my experience. Kyle? <laughs> okay. Um... I'm, gonna, I'm speaking more from a street level type thing here. And um, I feel like <laughs> cheating is not acceptable on any level for anyone. However, I do think that um, we are, to a certain degree, depending on the individual, I had to say that, um, we, are, we can be a bit tolerant to our own circumstance. So. Um, you, as a person, might be like, I'll never accept anyone cheating on me. But if you love someone enough and they make a mistake, you're a little bit more likely to forgive them depending on how much you feel for them. Huh? No, do you know what? I, do you know what? No, no, he's, no okay, wait, wait sorry. <laughs> he's just telling the truth. Uh, so, can I, can you I don't want to tell the truth. Can I interject, please? Uh, you have to tell the truth. Guys, guys. Yeah, can I interject? Sorry, sorry excuse sorry. me. I actually agree with that. I you think, can I? speaking from a woman's sorry. perspective, from my perspective, I think you are willing to forgive once. You are willing to look at the circumstances. And if you really do love that person, if you've been with them for a long time, depending on the situation, you will be forgiven. I would be. Okay, okay. Maybe mistake was the wrong word. Do you know what? Sorry, yes. I hear what you're saying, but I really don't hear you. So let me elaborate on that. If you truly love someone with all that you have, are you really going to cheat on them knowing what you've got back at home? That doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry. I just can't comprehend it. Don't get me wrong. I can talk from someone whose previous mindset to now I'm married is completely different. Whereby I thought, you know, it'd be normal to have a wife and then you can have... Latino thing, you can have your American thing. No, seriously, that was my mindset. It, it, it seemed normal. And I, I have a friendship group whereby that is normal to some of them. They've got partners, but yet they still sleep around. They have kids by other women, and yet their main woman is still around. So even though it, it's, it's just completely wrong. Sorry, if I was some percent, if this person is the person you revere or you put them on a pedestal, you're not going to cheat. I'm okay, sorry, I'm not hearing it. You're not going to cheat. No, no, do you know what? That's, that's, you're right. And I'm not saying, I've, I wasn't saying that cheating is okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying that, in my opinion, it seems to be forgiven in our generation a lot more than it was before. Like, there's, there's like a no-strike policy. Whereas now, you might get one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Unless everybody's saying that everyone in here who's been cheated on has dumped that person straight away... I mean, right, not Diane. Diane's, Diane's, Diane's lethal. So, can I just say, for you to say like some people would, um, you know, accept being cheated on at least once. What sex is that in in this generation? Because a lot of men, if you were to get cheated on, it would be like skirt. 
and you'd kick her to one side. I feel like, honestly, in this generation, and maybe it's because of people's lack of values, lack of self-worth, lack of understanding of who they are or what they should tolerate, a lot of women are more accepting to that. And it may also be their circumstances. Maybe that's your husband. Maybe you have children with that man. Maybe your children are young. Maybe you don't know how to be single. Uh, and, and these are the situations that, at the end of the day, like what you said about you know the Nigerian culture, my dad was Nigerian and my mum's from Sierra Leone. And my dad's got eight kids and only four of them are from my mum. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there's four different mums. Do you get, it, get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, sometimes growing up for me, I looked at my mum like, why are you still with him? Like, I don't understand. Not that he was the worst husband or a bad man, but for me, you don't show love by doing things that love doesn't do. Do you understand can, can what I'm saying? Can I ask another question? Uh, there seems to be a, a suggestion that just men cheat because they are cheating with someone. So, uh, <laughs> unless... It unless, doesn't mean the woman's cheating. The woman may be single. Unless it's just the same woman that but the woman may be single. The there must be some women that cheat. So can the I question... Just, can the I just woman say may be something as well? Just a point. I, and probably people will shoot me down for one. that as well. But. Sorry, you wanted to say yeah. something. Don't you reckon it's, um, it's with the whole cheating thing? It depends on how much you've invested in the relationship as well. So it's like, if someone was to cheat, you've got to look at it and balance it out. If you were to leave, you're literally forgoing everything that you've invested in that relationship. And sometimes you have children, you, know, you have a lot of things invested there. And I think some people stay there simply because of what they've invested. Yeah. I mean, that is just what it is. So some women will And also, leave. it does depend on yeah, what leave. stage of the relationship. Thank like you, you say, like, it might have happened. I've been cheated on before, and I've forgiven someone. I'll hold my hands up and say. But, you know, it happened when we were seeing each other for, like, one month or two. You know, I found out later on. And I had to kind of look at where we were at, at the stage in that relationship then and, you know, what had happened since then and actually look at it objectively and say, well, actually, you know, we wasn't exactly madly in love at that time. We were just getting to know each other, just dating. You know, fair enough. I was not seeing anyone else, but, you know, it happened. And, you know, well, he went and wrote a letter to my dad and went to church and all kinds of things, so I had to kind of forgive him. But, you know, <laughs> but it's the, you know, but, the, you know, the fact of the matter is, it's kind of, you know, you have to also look at everything. I think a lot of the time people's reactions are ego-based and actually, you know, okay. in a relationship... Um, so that was controversial. Well, was it controversial? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't think it was controversial. <laughs> no, I think the discussion just got a little bit heated. Yes. Interesting, though. Um, mm. For me right at the beginning when it was like who's we and it was quite clearly we as black people i don't know why that question was asked. yeah who's we? yeah it was quite strange but i think what i think the person was asking to, to clarify was that they don't want this to be a stereotype attached right, to yeah. black people mm. um so i think that's why they wanted to be clear there yes so and also the question of do um, we, i.e. black people, accept um, infidelity? Tolerate. Tolerate. Yes, yes, and that's the thing, because I think what happened was people were asked, answering questions of, do um, black people cheat more than other yeah. cultures? Which it got a little which bit Which wasn't confused. the question. That yeah. wasn't the question. Mm -hmm. However, in terms of tolerating infidelity, I do think there is something there in our culture. And I, when I say our culture, I'm talking about African culture. Right. Because I'm thinking about um, my parents mm -hmm. and their parents. And it's not unusual for, you know, there to be multiple wives, multiple families, kids in the marriage, outside yeah. the marriage, to stick with the marriage. So mm. um, I think about when my mum was going through her whole separation from my dad, and it was because there was infidelity, there yeah. was still outside, you know, family members saying to her, just stick out the marriage. It's okay. Course, you yeah. have to stay. They do family yeah. conference. Of course. Yes. Everybody sits yeah, around. Absolutely. And all the relatives probably went, mm. will go yeah. in on the woman yeah. and be like, I'll, I'll give you a classic quote. They say, and hey, now he has woman problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's, and, and also I think one of the speakers on the panel actually said like, it, when they say, do we accept it more? Again, that is women. Because mm. I know if the tables are turned in terms of it being a man, it being cheated on, yeah. they tend to not, they won't have it, it they'll leave. It'll be, yeah. That'll be the end of the relationship, mm. the marriage or whatever. Yeah. Whereas with women, it's kind of, okay, can I give him this chance? Right, yeah. I think you're right. Especially within Nigerian culture, mm. it is the norm. 
To be like, fair, that's, I, that, that's that's a fact. In Nigeria, it is it is the norm. I don't have... I don't know if it's a norm. I definitely think there is a kind of like it's accepted more, which makes it the norm. But if it's a norm, then why do people even hide it? They don't. <laughs> well, some don't. No. Well, in Nigeria, <laughs> they don't. You hide it out of respect. Yeah, those are maybe the ones that have respect for their wives. What mm. I've seen, most of the stories I've heard, they are not hiding it. Mm. It's quite open, and some sometimes children come out of these relationships. Of course, yeah. Sometimes, oh, most of, actually, yeah. most of the time, children come out of these relationships. This is the worst case scenario. Yeah. But uh, and sometimes it's a terrible story when it's at the funeral. Yeah, I've had friends yeah. that, and again, yeah. not mentioning names, where they were so upset because they were like. I couldn't even sit in the family section at my father's funeral mm. because they were the outside child and it was mm. like no mm. get to the back yeah so yeah well you're right that's that is what happens even at funerals there's anticipation that someone is going to show up but then and this is normal but like, then should we have like and um, what one of the panelists is saying like a one strike and you're out kind of mentality or is it because i see that on the other aspect is like well i'm married to somebody mm -hmm. this is i'm legally and in the eyes of god bound to this mm -hmm. person so i'm gonna work on my marriage well, rather than just ending things that's what someone said it depends on the situation yeah like marriage can you imagine you've you've got a mortgage with somebody you've bought a mm -hmm. house you have financial responsibilities involved in this there are children involved and actually, so it can even be cost you yeah. even more to get out of something yeah. i think sometimes that's why maybe people stay mm. for the financial reasons for yeah the, that's a real thing because they can't afford to leave that's a very real thing Especially and again you have to remember fully... if it's a woman yeah. she's most likely she might not be the one earning yeah so she's the, fully the dependent more, upon yeah. her um, oh, no, husband. maybe not she maybe has a full-time job but, but she's her salary she won't be able to survive on her salary alone. Mm. She needs to have somebody else's side. So that's also, it's a socioeconomic issue as mm. well. But are we, as in black people again, <laughs> are we more accepting? I'm looking at Daya to make yeah, sure I'm I mean, saying. Yeah, or, or, or do we tolerate it? Do, more? We, do we tolerate I mean, than it? Than other races. And obviously, we're being quite specific to Nigerians, which I think is good because we're speaking mm. about what we know. I mean, yeah. what I see is that when we look at traditional sort of matriarchal, patriarchal roles, say within Nigeria, mm. definitely we're more traditional, mm. right? So I feel that there is a little bit more of a framework, maybe how it was here in the Victorian times, right. where if the man is providing, if he is doing what he is meant to do, then if he is cheating mm -hmm. they're like am i going to throw the baby out mm. with the bath water so mm -hmm. if my man is paying for everything in the house if he's right. paying for my kids to go to a good school yeah. if we on the surface have a happy home and the kids are young for a lot of nigerians say from our mother's generation they almost feel like why am i going to deprive my children of exactly. everything they have yeah because I can't tolerate cheating. Even in our but generation. It's, it's, it's actually kind yeah. of sad. But I suppose what she... And that's what the man is providing. Yeah. The you not see providing, it, yeah. Then, then it's... It's a different thing. Yeah. Then. then it just becomes that thing of maybe some yeah. woman will say, well, I don't want the social shame of being a what will people think mm. in societal. But to your point, I mean, I think generally from being in the room, you know, I will thank, um, and I'll mention him, Carl Letman. He was on the panel. Carl okay. is a very talented singer, actor, dancer best to find him on instagram that's kyle letman i think kyle did get dragged mm, by, did, the, by the yeah, audience but yeah. i believe he was honest and actually kyle's sort of genre he writes very much in that sort of new jack swing r&b sort of neo type of thing mm. that's his thing so i think that's why he can really speak on you know mm, what I mean, kind yeah. of love and relationships and whatnot okay but, yeah it sounds like a smooth talker <laughs> <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Not so diplomatic, but yeah, let's be real. Like he said, it's relative to the size of investment. People, it do, is. people do stay. Yes, but then I and they're maybe not staying for love. People maybe have make an assumption that they're staying mm. for love, but probably isn't. But then, when does it become you're in a marriage stroke when you're just in like a business arrangement? Maybe so, if he's risking your sexual health. Yeah. That's when it becomes a risk, and you say, yeah. "Maybe I need to get out of this." We will talk about yeah. like the Asha thing is different, actually. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But I think really? it depends. Like, okay, let's even talk from this. Would what would you do? 
I don't know. So I don't. Thoughts. I think there's definitely a difference between being in a relationship, boyfriend right. and girlfriend, to being in a marriage. Because I do feel like a marriage is like a contract. Mm-hmm. You're bound together spiritually and financially. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to ch- chuck in the towel straight away. Mm. But at the same time. I, I wouldn't want to tolerate that either. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I can't really say, I suppose, until you've been in that situation. Exactly. yeah. But as I said, um, viewing, like, my parents and also other family members, especially the women, looking mm. at what they have tolerated and put up with, I really don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But then I think the difference is, is that now my mum was so... Because she went through that, she is very much big about making sure that you could financially support yourself. So you're not in a situation because you need to be there, but because you want to. Exactly. So if I, I can support myself, but I still want to like work on my marriage, that's a different thing yeah. to being in my marriage because I can't support myself. Exactly. So yeah. you know you have some power. Exactly. Yeah. And if you want to go, you can go. If you mm. want to stay, you can stay. You know, it's your choice rather than you're staying to survive, basically. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so we're going to go on to the second part of the discussion. Um, we'll be right back. Question, is actually perpetuating a racial stereotype? Oh, she just went there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I agree with your question, girl. No, yeah. can we just clarify something? Wait. We didn't agree with the fact that black people cheated more than white people. Yes, the question was slightly leading. The question was slightly leading, but we did correct it as a panel. Thank we did make our much. opinions clear that yeah. this is based on our opinions, but we're not saying that black people cheat more than white people. No yeah. way. Okay. I think even Italians if, cheat more. If we, if we can pivot a bit, a bit I'm away. joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Wait, if we can pivot from that. I'm um, joking, I'm joking. Yeah. It, what, what else? From yeah. a guy's perspective, yeah. right, can we answer that question? Do you tolerate infidelity? Well, what I would say is that none of us have the statistics whether yeah, black people do cheat more than any other race. But what I would say is that whether it's social media, music videos, those things do give the impression that for black people it is all right to, to cheat. Because I was listening to a future tune the other day. The beat was amazing. Then I heard some of the lyrics. I was just thinking, <laughs> said something like, I'll cheat and I won't say sorry. And I was thinking, yeah. You know, the, you know the tune as well? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a, it's a catchy song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, the amount of black people that will be listening to that and be repeating those like, lyrics and dabbing or whatever while it's saying. And it, exactly. So whether, whether actually black people do cheat more, I don't know. But whether it's social media, memes, music, they try to make it acceptable and th- those things do target black yeah, people. Yeah, literally just to bounce off of what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think in the beginning of the question it was much. established that right, we're all races move on to cheat. another question. Can I quickly just say something? Oh sorry, more. Wait, one, can I quickly sorry, just one say something? We have to take I'm so sorry, but can I just hear from Morad first? Morad, sorry, please go ahead. Um, in regards to this particular question, from a, from a, so please go ahead. From a man's perspective, um, sorry, 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 sorry. From a man's pers- well, from my personal perspective, I feel like cheating on someone in fidelity is like you don't have respect for yourself. You, you're, you're with your partner, and I think like, I feel like these two at the end are quite inspiring personally to me as a couple. You two are. I feel like just you're a strong couple. You want to build with someone. You want to work with someone. You want to get better and develop and become strong. And I just generally feel like you two are an inspiration to me. I don't so, think. No, of course not. Do men yeah. cheat more than women? I'm going to say yeah. Well, there is the phenomena of the side chick. Yes, now. that mm. is true. So that is the men cheating more. To yeah, and I, mm-hmm. and I do think there is a real thing about there being a limited number of eligible men, mm-hmm. as in like, you know, professional, you know, educated black men, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten into this weird thing of women man-sharing. Yeah. Um, so because you have all you have a high number of educated professional um, black women so so side chicks are they do you think are they knowingly I think there's two camps or are they sort of unaware that this man is actually not yeah. available they start something with him and then 
yeah they're, they're in too deep and then find out because remember real. on that episode dating dilemmas and disasters mm. i told you i went out with that guy that was married and yeah. he only on our first date and he told me during our dinner yeah but obviously but he was you could even say he did you a favor oh good but big the ones favor. that don't the ones that don't tell you and then they kind of like almost hook you in yeah and then you have a woman that's in a situation where maybe she's fallen for somebody yeah that's married or in a relationship and then you've become the side chick or yeah. mistress so unintentionally exactly mm. and then you have young women that you know just don't care and they're just like well i like your guy and you know i'm gonna date him as well on the I mean, weekend yeah. it's kind of there's there's two categories of cheetah with men there's the sort of the incidental cheetah mm-hmm. so with him what, what's incidental what so, accident or <laughs> I said in- Incident, <laughs> not accident, but I take, I take a point we're in the same sort of family here. But I think I think there's the incidental cheater, and that's typically where the cheating is symptomatic of something lacking maybe within the relationship. So say, right. for example, on the panel, okay. the panel, yeah. Emmanuel said, that's Emmanuel and Swerdo, he came with his wife, mm-hmm. he said that, oh, you know, it's rubbish. If you're in love, you'll never cheat. But then everyone, anyone who's been in a long-term relationship, there's ups and yeah. downs. Yes. There's people I know who are married and they've had like a bad two years. You know what yeah. I mean? And people are saying, oh, 35th wedding anniversary. It wasn't, it wasn't 35 sweet years. No, you know, they were course, kind of ups yeah. and downs. So I think sometimes there's the incidental cheater where the cheating is symptomatic of something underlying. Of a relational problem, that, That's right? wrong and then right. it's, are we really happy? Mm-hmm. And that's the type of guy that will likely lie when he's out. He'll present himself as single because mm. he's actually guilty. Then there's mm-hmm. the more kind of career cheater. Right. <laughs> he will tell a woman straight yeah. up, I'm married, don't expect, you know, too much from yeah. this. Okay. And, um, so he lays and, and, it out at yes. the beginning to say like, look, yeah. this is the situation. And typically there's not much wrong with yeah. his marriage or even yeah. if it is wrong it would be within his capacity to fix it Shit, but okay. he chooses not, not to okay. and for me oftentimes it's like and don't get me wrong you know we disagree with cheating as bad and it's yeah, terrible yes, but definitely. when i see people in those situations and those marriages i often find that if you trace back to when they started dating the balance of who likes who more mm. it was typically the case that the girl was always chasing throughout and right. the guy typically kind of always had maybe a bit too much power and control mm. to the point where when it comes to and typically these are the guys that cheated while they were dating mm. and that's, that's the deep. thing and that's sometimes why when women say oh she's married why is she tolerating this well then no she tolerated it while they were dating, dating. but i yeah. think sometimes there's this weird thing where women think that okay that's when we was dating but now we're married and sometimes men think yeah that they will stop right they believe it themselves they believe it i've had very many frank conversations with my male friends where and i'll be like but why and they'll be like well dial when we were dating she was never very sociable she didn't like to go out because i will tell him why you're always out without your wife and Mm. they'll say well we never clubbed together while we were dating so why are we going to club, club together now. now that we are married? And then obviously they're going out single, you know, eyes are roving and, you know, you're just kind of looking on like, you know, disappearing But then they expect things, literally you walk down the aisle, say I do, then all of a sudden it's kind of like that cheating, I don't know, like urge, it just like Oftentimes disappears. their family members have sat them down in the run up. So say, you know, guy that mm. doesn't you're dating, right? Yeah. It's it's not always the fairy tale. We went to Venice, la la la. You know, no. <laughs> Sometimes the guy was around at his girlfriend's parents' house. He finds himself trapped in a room with one or two of them, mm. and they're like, "Come, what's going on?" You know. Yeah. And I know men that the male relatives have told them, they're like, "Ah, what? Why are you waiting? What are Murder. you worried about?" Yeah, there's that pressure. Yeah, they tell them. Nothing has to change. Oh, Why right. are you worried? Oh, oh okay. also telling the guys, you know, don't be afraid. Yeah, because it's just not like you married. have to change up your changing, whole lifestyle. Yeah. Carry on so, what you're doing. So this is like unrealistic expectations on both sides sometimes. Mm. On the woman's side who's believing that you know who he is, you know his character, but you're believing something else. Just our perception After reality. The wedding yeah. day. It's the same way if you don't go to the gym every day and it's New Year's and you buy your gym pass, the chances are you're gonna <laughs> fall off by February. Like yeah. it's a habit. It's like if yes. you know, because I think with some men when I analyze men, you know, there's something about for them the cheating, it's about the chase. Yeah. You know, they want to regularly prove 
that I they still, can still yes, pull. And get that rush. So, it, and, and so I guess then the that. cheating then happens if somebody, if that woman on the other end takes the bait in a way, right? Yeah. But, but the then it's is, a numbers game. You keep somebody yeah. taking the bait. Obviously, if you're a single woman, somebody's trying to chase you. Your antenna goes up. Yeah, so of course. Why would you? Yeah. Mm. But the only so thing I like would a, say, yeah. and one of the audience members, she got quite angry, almost irate about it. Yes. Are we perpetuating black stereotypes that, you know, black people, you know, in her words, cheat more than, discussing you it. know, white people? Is by it by even raising it? this question, like, should yeah. we even be even suggesting such a thing? I don't think so. I don't think us discussing it says that black people cheat more mm. that that i don't think one thing has to do with the other yeah i mean to um, your point but somewhat sorry someone on the panel did say that what there's music videos i don't know social yeah, media yeah, yeah. and all these other things but that i do, do have an influence and i do think there's a kind of this media perception that the black man is like you know um out here out and about doing whatever mm-hmm. um living this like you know life of multiple women there's also things about the um perpetuation of the black man being absent from the family home Mm -hmm. so multiple baby mothers that kind of Mm. thing and like i said is it a stereotype that we want to keep perpetuating when we say stereotype right so in america statistically black women are the least married so Mm. you can actually say it sadly it's a fact Mm -hmm. but then i do think there's something in the uk where there's african-american culture there's black british culture and then there's west african culture yeah and I don't think the parallels draw through. Like, if we are looking at the nasty stereotypes, yes, Nigerians might cheat more, but do you know what? They probably also provide more too. Mm. Right. As exactly. Well, not as you know, your, the father might be absent, but you know, we hope that usually he's still paying. I have someone. plenty he's of still friends who are from. Fees, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Sometimes. From the family. Sometimes. Sometimes they were still very well provided. Yeah. Um, for but to yeah, your sometimes. point, I mean, because yeah. Okay, well, I think we might as well draw an end to our discussion. We could probably talk about this for ages, yes, um, to be honest. So much um, to go on side about. chicks, cheating, you know, career mistresses, and all of that stuff. Mm. Um, but we're going to stop there, going to take a short break, and we'll be right back for our highlight of the week. So we're on to the highlight of the week. I'm gonna ask Dayot to sing the highlight of the week theme tune. Okay, she's looking does at me she, very does blankly. She, does, does she know the theme tune? <laughs> highlight of the week. So you just say highlight of the week, but in a singing voice. Yeah, all of our guests do it. Okay, maybe we'll <laughs> right. add that later. <laughs> we just put her on the spot. Yeah, yeah. So we'll give, we'll give vocal, you a pass. My vocal coach didn't come. We'll with give me you a free day. pass. I haven't had my honey and, and my my ventilator. We'll give you a free pass on this one. But okay. next time, come prepared and make yeah. sure you practice. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so. Daya, over to you, your highlight of the week. Okay, so my highlight of the week is around, so I'm currently planning AfriClick's next panel discussion. So mm. we're calling it Black Dating Rewired 2, because the first one was called Black Dating Rewired. Mm. And so at King's Cross, but more details to follow. Mm-hmm. But I think we're really excited about this event because just this week I have confirmed Emma Dabiri to oh. come on the panel aka right. the diaspora queen yes so maybe Emma, explain a little bit more about her we've talked about yeah her. <laughs> no, no yeah. absolutely so emma is uh, she's actually a professor at soas mm-hmm. but she's also the brains behind the recent channel 4 documentary which we talked about on a previous which you podcast did, yeah. which was termed is love racist yeah so, controversial one that one was absolutely so let's consider her um an expert on the dynamics of interracial dating and of course her background is in African studies which I think is going to bring so much to the discussion because for example when we discuss things like colorism you know is it harder Mm. for darker skin girls to date why is there a preference this way we know for example Emma's the person that can sort of go back a few centuries and at least let us understand how the history has potentially impacted how we behave today awesome I can't wait for that 
So, um, okay. Colour Out the Box podcast will actually be at your next panel discussion as well. They will be media we guests. We are definitely going to have you back on mm. to come, like, have a bit of a debrief like we yes, did today exactly. in some of the key learnings and points. Um, yeah. You know, you'll probably hear me heckling from the back. <laughs> <laughs> you, will be, you will be at the front in oh our media geez. section. <laughs> <laughs> I have to disguise my voice or something. Because yeah, I think that one's going to be very, very interesting. That's going to yeah. be, re- that's really going to ruffle some feathers. Exactly. So, guys, come to that one if you want to, yeah, get into some deep yeah. conversation. And for us to learn, build community, right, and yeah. you know, let, let's actually talk about dating and you know, talk about the the dynamics mm, and the reality happening. of it, right? Exactly. And the reality is hard mm. in these streets. <laughs> it's a struggle is real. <laughs> well, on that on that note, <laughs> the struggle is real. Note. Um, why don't we, um, Dial, just remind everybody where can they find you? Okay, perfect. So you can go to africlick.com or africlick.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. So you can also pre-register to apply to be an AfriClick member at either africlick.com and africlick.co.uk. Okay, and, so um, Jay, you're signing up. Yeah. I'll sign up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, you will be approved. Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually application. We, we want to sort of curate a community mm. of ambitious, like-minded mm-hmm. people. So, But it, it's absolutely open and by all means, go and sign up. Mm. Okay, and um, Jay, where can they find us? So you can find us on Instagram at Color Out the Box. You can find us on Twitter at the same handle, Color Out the Box. On mm-hmm. Facebook, Color yeah. Out the Box. Our Facebook page is actually quite active at the moment. Is it? So yeah, okay. yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, you can also send us an email as well at calloutthebox at gmail.com. Um, let us know your feedback anything you want to share about the show today or any of the previous shows and I'm actually going to ask anyone if you have a highlight of the week that you want us to shout out or Mm. bring a spotlight to please do email us or tweet us and we'd love to mention you on the show yeah right so we've come to the end of the the show end of the episode but do go and listen to our past episodes. Yes. We have everything about dating dilemmas and disasters. We've done movies, black women in film and TV. Yes. We've done self-care. We've done we've done a lot yeah, of different travel, areas. Everything. So yeah. anything that I suppose anything that affects your life, really. Yes. Covered. Just, yeah. We've got you covered. So see you next time. Bye. 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 Hi guys, just one more thing before you go. As mentioned by Dyer, the next um, Black Dating panel discussion hosted by AfriClick will be held in central London on the 24th of October. So go to africlick.co.uk to register for the event or even to pre-register for the app launch. Colour Out The Box podcast will be there and we look forward to seeing you. Bye.